There is a brand new podcast on my network, not my network, the network I'm a part of, that That Sounds Fun Network, that I'm so excited about. And I'm actually a little bummed that this wasn't around 20 years ago. The Heart of Dating Podcast with Kate and JJ Tomlin. This is an incredible podcast, not only because the hosts are incredible. I've known Kate for a long time and I've just met JJ, but they are unpacking the confusion of dating in the Christian world. And I believe that if you're single and you're dating, if you're a Christian or not a Christian, I think this is going to be a great podcast for you. They're there to spread resources and guidance for all of you that are trying to figure out just the confusing nature of, I I can't even fathom what you guys are doing like on these apps trying to figure it out. No, you don't have to worry anymore because JJ and Kate are here for you on the Heart of Dating podcast. Make sure you look it up wherever you listen to your podcasts. Human Hope Familia, welcome to episode 140. How did this happen? 140 episodes of the Human Hope Podcast. My name is Carlos Enrique Whitaker, Guzman Cabello, or Los for short. And I'm here for you. You, your mama too, and your dog, your grandmama, your aunties, your kitties, your fish, everybody. Everybody needs a little dose of hope. And this is the last episode of the year. Adios 2023. Give me some of that 2024 vibe. Give me some of that 2024 energy. Because I don't know about you, but I've got a feeling that we are going to have to work really hard at humaning in 2024. Look, I don't want to speak anything over our year, but I just got a feeling. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. It's crazy out there. People have expectations of other people. People have opinions that other people that they love don't have. And we, gosh, it just, people are triggered very easily. We, and I say people, I'm talking about myself, react, we're reactive and we're getting ready for what I believe may be one of the craziest elections. When I say craziest, not because it needs to be, it doesn't have to be. Just it could just be. Hey, everybody. Hey, oh, all the politicians. Can we just make it a normal? Pr- can we just rewind to like the '80s and have debates like that, and people just vote? And if they disagree, can we not? I'm just telling you, 2024 is going to need all of us on our best behavior. That's you. And I've got a goal this year to be on my best behavior. I'm trying. I'm trying. Even today, I got triggered by somebody DMing me something that. I just got triggered. And what I normally do that I didn't do this time is I normally go to my thumbs. Excuse me. What I want to do is I go to my thumbs because I'm really good with my thumbs. And I, but what I do now, what I like to do is I record a video and I send it to them and it just works out a lot better. Face to face, more face to face. Let's make it a goal this year to do a lot more face to face conversations. People just aren't as mean to your face as they are with their thumbs. And actually, I was a little spicy with my thumbs on the way back to this person today. So I'm going to send them a video when I'm done with this. That's not what this podcast is about. Why why am I just like poo-pooing on what 2024 is going to be? No, I'm sorry. We're going to take 2024 by the freaking horns, if it has horns, and we're going to steer this thing. Uh, we, We can do it. One of the ways I'm going to do that, I'm going to explain next week, because next week, things are changing on the pod. For all of you that have loved Human Hope, 
Next week, I'm giving you the State of the Union. That's right. We, we're going to have a State of the Union. I wish we had... Do we have... Um, do I have like, any State of the Union music? Oh. Okay, that's not State of the Union music, but that, that gave me goosebumps. Oh, I, don't, I can't remember that, when I used that song. Okay, I'm spiraling. You know why I'm spiraling? Because it's the week between Christmas and New Year's. And I think we're all just, what is happening? Am I supposed to set a goal? Am I, am I supposed to have a New Year's resolution? What, what is happening? I, I used to try my hardest to do New Year's resolutions and I'd fail after 48 hours, sometimes 24 hours. And I can't remember what the statistic is about New Year's resolutions, but it's preposterous how unattainable and unsuccessful people are when, when it comes to these things. But I will say one thing. I have this year, because I've got a team around me now, KCH management team, they are making me make goals. For the first time ever, I've got goals. I've got a yes list and a, and a no list. And I thought for today's episode, goal less Carlos, the, the man that waited until he was 50 years old to make a single goal. That's right. I, I'd never made a goal until, until I was 50. L- literally, I just, I don't have goals. And I, I think I've done pretty good in life, <laughs> but I know, so I don't get invited to leadership conferences to teach them about goal setting. No, that's not what I do. But I thought, what, what if we just spent a few minutes this week? I don't, I'm not gonna take a lot of your time. Helping those of you that are like me, maybe make a goal or two. We don't have to call them goals, right? Because uh, what if we call this the non-goal setter's guide to 2024? I like that. This is going to be the non-goal setter's guide for 2024. One thing that I just can't, I, I can't say is new year, new me, new year, new me. No, I'm the same as that dude I was in 2022. I'm sorry. For me, it, maybe it can be like new decade, new me, but new year, new me, that's a lot of pressure, right? So how, how do we navigate the new year without feeling obligated to set like traditional goals? Now, th- there are ways that you can set goals. There, there are ways that, that my team is helping me set goals because what, what I had to do is I had to challenge my assumption and debunk the myth that goals are rigid, restrictive, and that it's like a pressure cooker. I just don't want to feel that stuff. So that's why I don't set goals. So what if instead of goals, we use terms like intentions or aspirations? Or for those of you really far out there in like new age land, what if instead of goals, you're like, my guiding lights this year? <laughs> I don't know. I think what, we, what I've realized I need to do is focus on my values. Like one of the values I have for this year is to be, is to see people that don't think like me and that don't believe like me. So that is a, a literal goal. It's an aspiration. So I'm going, just going to try to do that every day, right? And does it doesn't even have to be like, doesn't see things like me, like politically wise. Again, have I talked about pickleball on here? For, I talk about pickleball all the time, but I'm relatively new to the pickleball scene. And there are people that are just jerks. I would say 90% of the people out there, maybe 95% of the people out there are so nice, but I'm just trying to learn and people are just mean. And so even those people, I want to see them. I want to see them. So what are my values and my desires? Those are things that we can lean into. Okay. So I'm not going to be talking about goals. What I want to talk about is navigating the new year without feeling obligated to set traditional goals, Right. Let's let's question this. I'm a questioner. What what is it about what what is it about New Year's that makes us feel like we've got to set goals? Because I think what what it does is it allows us to dream. That's really what it is. 
it's like, why don't we call New Year's Eve dream day? What are dreams that you have? Sometimes just speaking my dreams out loud provide me a pathway to get there. Now, for all of you goal setters, you're like, Carlos, if you want to achieve your dreams, you're going to need to have goals. And I I just think the traditional way of doing it isn't right for everybody. Some of you go for it. Go goal setting. Get your, my friend John Acuff has a great book, All Take is a Goal. Go for it. Your Your goal setters. But for those of you like me, let's keep keep going in this conversation. So I'm going to challenge that narrative. It's all or nothing because I, I don't believe it is. It, I, just give some. What, what are, again, what are the intentions? How can we shift the mindset instead of shooting towards rigid targets? Like I'm going to lose this much weight. What if it's more personal growth, right? Upstairs behind the sofa, there's a gentle, you can't even hear it, quiet hum. And what's happening in that hum? It is the air doctor making the air inside of my home clean. That is right. The Whitakers use air doctor and we love it. Did you know that Americans spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's bad. Get outside and take about 20,000 breaths a day. The indoor air we breathe is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air, and in some cases, up to 100 times more polluted, according to the EPA. And did you know that air pollution is responsible for nearly 7 million premature deaths globally? Well, what's the solution? It's behind my sofa right now. The Air Doctor, they've got filters that filter out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants that hit you and make you sick. So the Air Doctor is something that we love, and I think that you will love it too. I'm talking about it takes out pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses that make you sick. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day breathe easy money back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a full refund minus shipping. Head over to airdoctorpro.com and use promo human hope. You'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers exclusive to podcast customers. You will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit. This is huge guys, okay? Which is an additional $84 value. So lock in this special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use promo code human hope. Y'all know that feeling when you brush your teeth in the morning, right? Especially like after like a, a, a rough night, maybe you had something to drink before you went to bed and your breath is like kicking like a chicken. No, you brush your teeth, it feels so good. But can I tell you something? Do you ever think about what that toothpaste is actually made of? Do you even know that you swallow five to 7% of the toothpaste every single time you brush your teeth? That's an entire blob of toothpaste every single day. Just go grab, can you imagine going and grabbing that thing and just emptying it in your mouth and taking a big swallow? Of course not. And here's some bad news. Most commercial toothpastes are filled with harsh chemicals, artificial flavors, and preservatives, not stuff you want to be putting in your pie hole, let alone eating. That's why Bite Toothpaste. Bite makes dry toothpaste tablets made with clean ingredients that are sulfate-free, palm oil-free, and glycerin-free. Bite Toothpaste bits are so convenient, you just pop a bit in your mouth, chew it up, and you start brushing. It's going to turn into paste just like you're used to, but with no plastic tube or messy paste. I've actually had so much fun with this because it's so different than anything I've used before. They also come in refillable glass jars and they send refills in compostable pouches. So they're better for our bodies and the earth. 
All right, friends, this is what I need you to do. Byte is offering our listeners 20% off your first order. Just go to trybyte.com slash human hope or use code human hope at checkout to claim this deal. That is T-R-Y-B-I-T-E.com slash human hope. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Every single spring, that first day that I walk outside and I see that yellow dust all over my truck, I'm like, that is Satan's dandruff. It destroys me. I legitimately can't go outside for longer than three minutes because my eyes get swollen, my eyes get puffy, my nose gets congested, and I just simply can't breathe. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin-D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. When I started taking Claritin D about two months ago, I can finally get back outside and play pickleball again, which is what I love to do, but I couldn't do it because my allergies were so bad. Claritin D has legitimately allowed me to go outside again, ready to live life as if you don't have allergies it's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. What are things that, that you can do? I think the way we can do that is first and foremost... The first thing that, that you can do is prioritize, in, prioritize introspection. Now, how do I do that? that? I do that by journaling, okay? Now, I'm not going to give myself a goal. I don't think you need a goal. for. I'm going to journal seven days a week, five days a week. No, just get yourself a journal. Do it one time, and I promise you, you're going to feel better. Now, let me tell you how I do it. This is how I journal. I, I do two things, well, really three things, but the two most important things is I start off by praising God for what he's done. Now, not everybody believes in God on this podcast. So this is what I do. My podcast, I'll tell you what I do. I praise God for who he is. And I thank God for what he's done. And as I'm, I'm thinking, thank you, God, that you gave me enough money to make it through another year. I thank you, God, that you healed my friend of this sickness. I praise you, God, because you're a good God, even though I doubt you. I praise you. So, so like I go through those things. Then after I praise God for who he is and I thank God for what he's done, then I go into more of the introspection piece. Like, what are things that I'm feeling? I don't go to therapy every week. So my journals, like my therapist, I just lay it all out there, right? Like introspection, self-reflection. I think journaling is probably the greatest way to do that. And then ask yourself this question in your journal every day or every time you do it. What is resonating as joyful to you these days? What's resonating is joyful. I, I think when we ask ourselves that, like when's the last time you jumped for joy? Remember you hear that a lot, jumping for joy. When's the last time there was actually space between the bottom of your feet and the earth because you were so overjoyed at something? For me, that happens a lot watching the Atlanta Falcons. Okay, it doesn't happen a lot. But 
that's something that actually brings me joy, brings me a lot of, I don't know, sadness as well. But I know that those are things, when I go see nationalist sports, makes me jump for joy. What is something that you can do that gives you a, pur- a sense of purpose and joy, right? I want us to, I want you to really understand that the journaling thing, I don't want any of these things to be goals, but I want it, I want you to maybe give it a shot, try it. And again, be flexible with it. Don't be super rigid. Allow room to adjust and change your priorities as the year unfolds. And, and this is something else that I think goal setting people sometimes miss and non-goal setting people definitely miss because we don't have goals. But what I want us to try to do is what if you, instead of just celebrating when you finally accomplish something, what if you actually celebrated the progress of something? So like celebrating progress, again, I'm going to keep using pickleball as, as an example. There's people that I want to play with, but I know they're a lot better than me. Today, this morning, I moved over to one of their courts and I held my own. That was progress. But progress takes practice. So we have to practice these things. One of the things that I like to do, and again, this isn't, maybe the word goal is just triggering for me because I do feel like maybe unexpectedly or accidentally, I do stumble upon goals. Because one thing that I like to do every single year is I like to pick something that I am going to be a rookie at. Okay. Every year, I'm, I may have talked about this in one of the 140 episodes, but just because I think this is important this week, what I like to do is literally lean in and learn something new every year, just learning something new. I'm not saying I want to perfect it. I'm not saying I want to become a, a skilled artisan if I'm doing whatever, but pick something that you can learn at, that you're literally horrible at. I'm not talking about if you are already a great, if you're good at photography, then you're going to get better at photography. No, I think something that we don't do enough is fail. And so I like to to pick something that I know I'm going to fail at a lot. Let me give you some examples. One year I decided, you know what? I'm going to learn magic. (laughs) Literally, I'm going to learn magic. And for the year, I just wanted to progress at magic. And by the end of the year, I had one little trick that would blow people's minds. Now, I, and then every, I'd say blow people's minds. I'd say 50% of the time they'd like say, oh, I totally saw what you did. So I wasn't amazing at it, but it was fun for me to learn and I grew. And there were other parts of my life that grew as well. Uh, Rubik's Cube, that was one of, the, one, one of the ones. Let's see, fly fishing, that stuck. Okay, fly fishing was something I, I didn't even like to touch fish. I wouldn't even want to touch a slimy fish. And now I love to fly fish. That one stuck. Magic didn't. One year I became a DJ. That was awesome. Like I bought two turntables and a microphone and I learned to DJ, right? And I was horrible at it. Nobody ever invited me to DJ their wedding or their bar mitzvah, right? So what's something that you can pick this year? What's something that you can choose to be a rookie at? Think about it. I I want you to think of anything. One year it was for me, I I want to learn to do the brakes on all of our cars. And I'm not very fast at it. It saves us a little bit of money, but I enjoy my time under the car now. Pick something that you can be a rookie at and celebrate progress, not perfection. All right. What I do want to do now is there is one goal setting thing that I do feel like if you are like Carlos, I'm sorry, I'm setting a goal. When I, we set goals this year as a team, my team, right? They made me, they forced me. And so now I've got goals, which kind of stresses me out. I think when I have goals, 
what stresses me out is I'm is that I'm gonna fail, right? And so the, a lot of us that don't like to set goals, we're scared of failure. But here I am telling you, I want you to fail. So pick something that you're not good at and go for it. But a, a buddy of mine sent me this when I told him that I set some goals this year. And he uses the acrostic, that's the word, SMART, S-M-A-R-T. Let me tell you, for the non-goal setters guide for 2024, this is going to be helpful. If you want to even give it a shot at setting one goal, or even you can use this for your little rookie challenge that I've given you all. S, specific, clearly define what you want to achieve. Guys, take my, take my goal setting course for $199. Four, I'll take four payments. I'm, I'm already a goal professional here. So number one, specifics. Clearly define what you want to, to achieve. So when it comes to the rookie thing, I don't know what mine's going to be for 2024 yet. I got to get on it. One year I made knives. I was going to become a knife maker. I made two really bad knives, but that was a clear goal. I specifically said I wanted to make a knife. I didn't say I want to become a knife maker. I said I wanted to make a knife. So that was very specific. Measurable, create benchmarks for tracking progress. Eh, the only pro- benchmark measurable goal that I set for making knives was to finish it. And I did, I finished it. It took a lot, it took six months to make this knife. But it was a six month journey. Measurable. A, attainable, set realistic goals with achievable challenges. Okay, attainable, that's a big one. Okay, don't go into the new year saying that you are going to set a goal to become president of the United States. Now listen, one of you guys, Human Hope fam, may have that aspiration, but I, it's probably not going to happen in 2024 because I think we know who the two people are we're going to have to vote for. That's a whole other podcast. Okay, that's A, attainable. R, relevant. Ensure goals are aligned with your values and desires. Okay, relevant though, I don't, I, I didn't really have a value or a desire to be a knife maker. I just thought it was cool. So I don't know, maybe we can change art. We can make it from smart to smacked. C, for cool. Make sure it's cool. If, if you don't think it's cool, why do it? And then T, time bound. That, that's definitely it. You got one. You got 12 months, one year to become less of a rookie at whatever it is that you're going to choose to do. Boom. Look at that. That is 18 minutes and 48 seconds of goal setting gold from a non-gold goal setter. I don't know. Was this helpful? <laughs> I thought it was so fun. I, I just, I really, the big thing, I want everyone to think of something that they have never done before and go for it. Uh, upstairs right now, my family's making tamales. I need to finish the podcast. Go help them make tamales. That's, if you want to learn to make tamales, learn to make tamales. What is something that you would never, ever imagine anyone would even expect from you? And try to do it. Try to get good at it, right? Try to get as good as you can at it. That's it. That's it. That, that's all. I, that, that's what I wanted you to get out of this last week. Just a quick 20 minutes, just a few minutes of me saying, hey, listen, have fun. Don't feel the pressure of New Year's resolutions. But why don't you just choose something that you're going to work on this year and just go for it. Have, have fun. Be loose with it. Have a good time. And also, I need to let all of you listening understand one very important thing. Next week in the State of the Union, it is, it is going to be the most important episode of, of the last 141 episodes. Okay? So I need you all to be here. Please subscribe to the podcast. Please do all the things. And I'll see you next week on a much longer episode than this little quick nugget in the middle. Hold, wait, hang on. Dr. Delight, this may be the last time you guys hear this. How's that? Uh, uh, yeah. All right. Let's say it together. Men, women, and children. Here we go. Men, women, and children. Hope is in the building. Hey, I will see you next year. On... I can't, I, I can't even say another episode of Human Hope because things are changing, things are shifting. You're not going to want to miss it. 
but I'll see you next week. Hey, hey. <laughs>